0: Shortcast with your hosts, Root and Freckleface. Hey everybody, this is Root, and I'm my main is a uh, 85 Goblin Warlock for the time being.
1: And this is Freckleface, I'm a Blood Elf Paladin, and we are a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player.
0: We'd like to give a quick shout out to a lot of our guildmates over in the Deathwing server and the Hordelies, and also, you know, some of our friends that we're starting to make over there, uh, that we're running some strange dungeons with, our friends on Facebook, and our followers on Twitter. So, Freckleface, what's up with you in this uh this short week of World of Warcraft?
1: I oh, just been leveling my hunter. She's uh seventy four. Um, I'm kind of conflicted between trying to get her um, through as fast as possible. To mm-hmm. it, you know, I, I don't know should she be eighty five in mob drops or should leave a little leveling left so that I have something to do while everybody's going should, nuts over the new areas. You should be eighty five in mob drops. I think I should. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm taking it slightly slower because I looked at the Dungeon Journal and found um, a bow and a gun oh, that I want. Oh. And they're in Burning Crusade, there's one in Shattered Halls, and there's another one in um, uh, one of them. Ones. I don't remember. Um, but since I'm 74, I can still queue for them. Yeah. as opposed to once I get past 75, I can't queue for them, and I have to either get a group or try to solo it. Yeah, so that's true. Um, it's a little slower doing that. But at least I'll have this, like, flame bow, so Mm. that's what's been going on Flame bow. Yes, flame (laughs) bow.
0: I like it. Are you a blood elf? No, this is my goblin. Oh, okay. That's true. I
1: posted pictures of her. Yeah, but it
0: wasn't much of a costume you were in, the master disguise.
1: Well, that's different. I have pictures of my goblin up, and she's got a penguin with her.
0: Yeah, that that was cool. You summoned a penguin. That was cool. Yeah. Eh.
1: It's so random.
0: No, you're in ice, you're in like the winter area.
1: No, but like there you summon like a random type of beast. Every time mm-hmm. you use that um dire beast
0: I want someone thing. To, to summon a kraken. That would just be awesome. <laughs> there should be like a like a like a zero point zero zero one percent chance of summoning like something that can just like one shot the entire whatever you're doing. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just you know You've at least a kraken and you're done with the quest or whatever you're doing. It'd be- cool
1: that'd be awesome so how are you uh you know how are you feeling I'm
0: feeling pretty good had yeah. knee surgery on thursday for those who don't know and um i gotta admit something what's that it's taking me a little longer to recover
1: it's only been like three days
0: well i'm a stubborn guy so i didn't do crutches at all Uh uh-huh. um and then well thursday the day i had the surgery uh yeah not a whole lot going on i remember like checking an email
1: yeah you talked and- to me
0: yeah, I vaguely remember, remember that. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that. I vaguely remember that. Uh-huh. Uh But yeah, there's just some spotty, you know. And then I probably tried to be like, oh, I'm all macho, man, and tried to do stuff Friday and Saturday. And then wasn't doing good yesterday ended up taking today off. <laughs> <laughs> My body was like, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> Root, why don't you sit on back down? Okay. <laughs> Scumbag body. <laughs> uh, however, I did have time. And I read um, Chrissy Golden's latest, uh, Tides of War. Oh. And we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Now, we're just going to kind of glaze over a little bit some of the points that I learned from the book. However, um, our buddy Sayamara over at Grand Old Podcast, they're going to be doing an in depth review of the book coming up here pretty soon on their podcast. So tune into that if you want to know a whole bunch more about it. And uh, did I mention Fruit is 85?
1: You did not. Fruit is 85.
0: Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was fun. Uh I got with Dead Guy and we completely ghetto sized my my gear.
1: Oh, so you could run dungeons?
0: Yeah. He was just like, What are you doing? Go to the auction house. And it's true, I have not been in the auction house to buy anything. I'm just like, whatever I get from Leveling, I'll get from Leveling. Well,
1: that's what I do. So you didn't bother trying to do quests or I was like questing that? and
0: dungeoning. Questing and dungeoning. Oh, okay. Basically what I would do is if I felt like the quests were getting kinda hey, I'm not one shotting things anymore. Uh huh. I would run and do dungeons. Okay. And then I would get gear and I'd go back and do some work. Because so I was kind of off and on in that. Did not step foot in the auction house. Well, dead guy read me the riot act on that one. So I went into the, to the auction house and we um, got me so I could at least run some of the dungeons that he wanted to run with his, uh, some friends of his. So we ran those. And I got some gear out of there. And then I was going to run something with, with Avi. And she's just like, yeah, you're not quite where I want you to be yet with the gear. So hmm. I went back in and I ghetto-sized even more. And that got me into some other dungeons, and uh, that led me to hit eighty five, and then I came out and I ghetto sized even more because now I'm like got like PVP stuff. I just went for eye level stuff, just so I could run the higher end dungeons. Right. <laughs> so I'm like half PVP. I still got there's some stuff still, but I reforged, but it has some spirit on it still. But we'll see. Okay. I think that's always how it is. You end up you just come out of there like all you're trying to do is gate eye levels so you can go into the bigger dungeons. Or you just have on really mixed match gear.
1: Oh, and um, you weren't right there, but Cannon Face, my hubby, joins um, the Horde release. Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: We talked about doing that. That's nice. Yeah. He
1: finally did. He made a little, I think it was a warlock. And yeah. Was,
0: um, uh, Chaos Face. Yes. Yes. He told me this.
1: Yes. Made a warlock. He gave him some gold. He got in and he was like, greeting and salutations, everyone. And no one responded. And he said, Last well, Guild isn't very talkative. Oh, well. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> it's like, well, that's because we're in the chat room all day. <laughs> that's right.
0: We talk to each other all day. Don't no need to talk. No, actually, it seems like we're in the chat room all day, and then we jump on vent at night or mumble. Right. Sorry, at night. So, but yeah, let's. You know, I'm gonna give my quick review of Tides of War, and um, you know me pretty well. I, d- I don't hold punches, and the bottom line of this is, I think a lot of people were paying Christy Golden some lip service. Um, I'll start with the good. Because, you know, aren't you supposed to do that, build somebody up?
1: It's supposed to be like a sandwich.
0: Oh, good and then bad and then good? Yes. All right, I'll try that then. First of all, the character development is phenomenal. It really, really, really is. You learn to really fall in love with some characters and really despise some other characters. Mm. I'm not going to give any major spoilers away here, by the way. The... Overall, idea that she is painting, the picture, the story that she does, overall, she does a decent job on it. We mean, it's a perfect placement for where we are in WoW right now. If you at least know what happened in Dragon Soul. You know, if you at least did Raid Finder, or at least have heard enough about what happened in Raid Finder, and you know that Deathwing was defeated know all the whole aspects, stories, and they lost their power. If you know all that, then this story is, is, is a good little filler, filler for where we're at right now. There are some poor dialogue choices that Christy Golden makes, and Hmm. it may be that she just wasn't aware, perhaps, of the dialogue choices she was making, but there's one in the story where, and I'm going to paraphrase here, where a character tells another character, if you can bleed, you can die. Now, I see that to you, Freckleface, and you're just kind of like, okay, that's a cool line, right? Eh. It's a cool line. All right. When someone tells me that, I automatically go back into, like, uh, the early 80s. I think it was 1980, 1984. I don't know. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Predator. Oh. In the original Predator, there's a line where a guy says, if he can bleed, he can die. You know, or if he can bleed, we can kill it. Something along those same lines as, as this line. Okay. And so I was automatically ripped out of the story and thrown into Predator. Hmm. Because I'm like, it just, bam, it makes a, a synapses fire in my brain and it was automatically connected back to that movie. I mean, complete to that scene, the whole nine yards. I actually put the book down and went YouTube, did the whole nine yards. It bothered me that much. So, she may not be a fan of those types of movies. So that, I mean, But it's such a poignant line. and just, It comes at such a point that I at least would have taken that, that, that line and Googled it <laughs> for the very <laughs> least. Uh, so, I did not like that. Another thing I didn't like. Now, mind you, I read this book on medication. I want to I point that out. Okay. Some pretty heavy-duty medication. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are times in the book where she does kind of like flashbacks, uh, specifically with Gina, when she's recalling a conversation that she had with Thrall, like one or two chapters ago. And it's word for word, the conversation not wow. needed. Not yeah, needed.
1: No.
0: Just, you know, she, she could have summed it up by saying, you know, Jana, remember the conversation she had with Raw at the, you know, wherever the location was. And that would have done it. As opposed to going word for word the conversation that she mm-hmm. had with Raw, And I, I disliked that. Because I felt like it was demeaning.
1: A little elementary.
0: Very. I'm like, I just read this. I, I just read this. Don't, don't give it to me again. Right. So I felt kind of like that. And then my biggest point of contention with Christy Golden's book, uh Tides of War, is something that I don't believe is her fault. You'll be reading a book, it's the flow is fantastic. Did I mention that? It flows really well. Oh, okay. Um the anticipation, the the, the build up, you, you just you you literally are, there are a couple chapters in the book that you just you burn through them and read so well. Except for what I like to call the interjections of convenience. To me, this is when Blizzard came along and was reading a book and said, Christy, we like what you're doing here. However, right at this point, and she's already she's already written all this, right? She's written like the entire chapter. Right. And Blizzard came along and said, We we like it, but at this point, um, we really need this guy to get killed. Or we really need um, you know, some this XYZ to happen. And it just seems like at that point in time, instead of the complete rewrite of the chapter, uh, there is an excuse mechanism. This is the interjection of convenience that I bring up. This is where Christy kind of goes, well, luckily, and unbeknownst to anybody else, Jaina had already thought of this and secretly planned ahead by having 200 additional soldiers stow away in the ship's cargo hold.
1: That's really lucky.
0: Yeah, right? (laughs) You know, and and she does this a couple times in the book. Yeah. And And it's just like, whoa. Well, wait a minute. No. Because to me, that harkens back. Did you ever see um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Yes. All right. Do you remember the whole crazy time warp scene? Vaguely. They, they, they kind of go back in time. They're like, oh, we're back in time. Let's go back in And like, but if we were smart, we would tell ourselves to duck, duck, and then they duck. And But if right. we were really smart, we would have told ourselves to stand over there. And so they did this whole recursive time travel thing. Okay. It's kind of the same thing as happening here in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, they get to a point and they're like, "Okay, these are insurmountable odds, or this is going to happen." And wow, I mean, if they don't take—I mean, you can see the story developing, and all of a sudden, it kind of goes, and now this guy comes up with a super duper massive, you know, sword, and they need, um, but luckily, you know, Jaina had told all of her people to uh, to coat their weapons in quick rusting uh, stuff, a coat of quick rusting alchemy lotion. Who knows? I'm making it up.
1: So that it gets to points where the story is driven by the plot that is being forced along as yes. opposed to being character-driven that yes. actually happens.
0: Yeah, it kind of re- and that's why I say it, I don't think it's Chrissy's fault. I think Blizzard comes along and says, we need to interject something right here. And instead of a complete rewrite of the chapter, it's just that whole little... And luckily, they have planned for this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and it seems like that happens like three or four times in the book. And really also is like, oh, come on, <laughs> please. <laughs> but again, I don't believe it's Chrissy's fault. I, I do want to say, overall, this is a fantastic book. I got it on the Kindle and read it in a day. Did not put it down uh-huh. um it was that good. It was one of those you just you just did not want to put down mm-hmm. um It really helps helped me and I think it will help anybody understand where we are at as players of this game.
1: Is it better than the other books what you've read so far?
0: It's different than the other books and I've read so far, and I think it's different like I've read um a couple of other Christie's books, and I think it's different. Because we have the other books were of historical nature that I've read, so to speak, canon-type books. As opposed to where this one is, is this, this is a juncture book. And yes, yeah, she gets to further along this story, but before what she got to do is, is dwell into the past. And when you dwell into the past with somebody and write their past, you have a lot more artistic freedom, I believe, to do that. Than if you have to work with current character sets and then uh, develop those characters and, and maybe even kill some of them off. So, but that, that here's the thing it's really hard because usually, some, you know, sometimes the books aren't really that like part of the game. Mm-hmm. This book's really, really, really part of the game. Oh. Everybody's mentioned on their podcast, we can mention it here. There's a time in the book where, where Gina Proudmore turns to her friends, and that's you. Oh. So you're interactive. There, oh, another couple, couple of cool times in the book. They actually mention uh, little little caveats from the game of World of Warcraft. And I liked that. Like what? Um, all right, Dalaran. Huh? There's, there's a lot of essentials around Dalaran about, about a particular, her prince's father is the gnome that lights the streetlights in Dalaran. Okay. And you know the event that happens, right? Where he goes around like every day at 5 o'clock and hit, shoots his wand at all the street lamps. Apparently not. I'm getting a blank look from you. Yeah, every day. Was I
1: supposed to have seen that in the game?
0: Oh, you don't have to. You have to be a dollar Dalaran when it starts. Oh. And he goes around, he walks around, and he shoots the street lamps with his little wand. Huh. And um, you can actually buy a wand from him and do that yourself for like a couple gold.
1: Is this the mischief maker guy? No, I can't think I of his name that. right now. No, oh, okay. I can't think
0: of his name. Um, but this is, uh, there's, there's a change in the game now oh. based on the book. So if you have seen this guy, go back and see him again. And if you haven't seen this guy, go see him. Um, he's in Dalaran. He normally stands outside. Um, one of the inns, I think the Alliance Inn or something. Someplace everybody can get to him. And he just goes around every day, I think around like 7 o'clock, and lights of the street, lamp, street lamps in Dalaran. So there's stuff like that that happens that I thought was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, get the book. Read the book. I, I think I paid $13 for it hmm. on Kindle. Um, well worth it. Really good. I liked it. And, um, yeah, outside of those, those little caveats that, that bothered me, I highly will recommend the book and tell anybody to go get it for their own.
1: And we are going to be on the next episode of Dark Moon Herald. Oh, yeah. Coming up. We had a fun time with Kevin and Ipsana there. We talked about dailies. We got dunked in the dunk tank.
0: We really made it hard on them, though. We had to do a <laughs> lot of editing. <laughs> is it Walsh that edits? for Whoever edits for them is going to have their hands full. Yeah, because yeah,
1: you're medicated.
0: That's not fair. <laughs> that was my my pre surgery medication. No,
1: it wasn't it, intentional.
0: No, it wasn't. No, that they had me on on some medicine pre op, and I remember like babbling at one point in time, just going, "All right, Frank, I can't do this. <laughs> you take this one." Hopefully, they edited that out. I do remember Kevin a couple times saying blooper reels. I'm a little concerned about that. Oh. Yeah, huh. yeah. You need to listen to the next one see how bad we messed up.
1: I wonder if they were still recording when we explained.
0: They might have been. No, no, no. They said they weren't. Okay. Yeah, that they said they weren't. So, <laughs> the secrets that you can only learn in the Hordleese chat room. <laughs> this is true. Yes. So, so anyhow, thanks for listening to this short cast. Sorry, so short, but uh, you know, time is money, friends. Be part of the next episode of HearthCast by emailing contribute at commenting on our Facebook page, tweeting us, or by calling 407-520-5342.